Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to the Go Place the Podcast. My name's Mark Evan Jackson. I play Sean. Only joking, it's Sarah Morgan, the host of the Fear Podcast, the podcast about the overlap between comedy and horror. Happy Halloween, everyone. I'm a bit giddy. I really like Halloween and I'm pretending to be a different podcast. The Good Place, the podcast, but sexy. Yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. This is a uh, very special episode of the Halloween Spooktacular 2019 Extra Double Spooky with all cobwebs on the letters, recorded live at the York Theatre Royal with Danielle Ward and David Reed. Um, oh, it's such a fun episode. Uh, Going to try and get to it really fast because we cover so much in it. Um, everything from off-brand Halloween costumes to sad nuns, Mork and Mindy, The Shining, creepy dolls, why York is so very, very haunted, and has uh, Danielle's choices changed since she was on the show all way back in Series 1. But I just want to say a really quick thanks to our fiends in the North. <coughs> who made us feel so welcome at the York Theatre Royal, uh, especially to Zach and all the staff there. God bless you and your many problematic ghosts. If you like this episode, you can rate it and review it in the place where those things happen on the internet. Um, and next week, um, I have another, like double spooky episode um it's all about the release of usborne world of the unknown otherwise known to most people as the Osborne book of ghosts and uh occult london another scary book uh by the fabulous kate hodges we're going to be doing a deep dive on all the best scary books uh that we loved as kids but for now please enjoy daniel ward and dave dreed for the fear the live in york happy goth christmas everyone bad bye Danielle, you've done the fear before. I have. Thank you for coming back. And the National. We had a little chat at the National Theatre. <laughs> you know what? In, 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 <laughs> that sounds like we booked it. <laughs> that is an excellent loophole, isn't it? played the National. <laughs> Do you remember when we took my Zoom recorder to a corner in the National? No, n- never admit that. <laughs> yeah. And now we're at the Theatre Royal. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's right. And then you can just sort of squat outside the Palladium next. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah, now we are, we are at the... York Royal Theatre. Theatre Royal. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I've been doing that wrong since, it's the, all right. since the booking. Nobody gets it right. York. York Theatre Royal. Theatre Royal, which is in York. Where Correct. you live. Correct. And it's the only theatre the Queen will go to when she's in town. Is it? Yeah, that's, that's, nice. quite, that's how he gets she his name. She fucking hates the Opera House. She hates the Grand Opera House. Because <laughs> it's, it's the Grand Opera House, not the Royal Opera House. That's right. Also, yeah. she just doesn't really like people who have been on ITV. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> is that, is that who, that's who plays that theatre? Yeah, so there's there's two rival pantos, the uh, York Theatre Royal Panto, which has uh, local people, oh. and uh, the Grand Opera House, which has people uh. off Corrie, I guess. Oh, I don't names. know. If you want to see Rylan 
anywhere in York. It'll be at the Grand Opera House. That's right. right. Yeah. Amazing. Well, the thing I like, I, you know, the thing I the most drew me to this beautiful theatre that we're in at the moment. Yeah. Uh, is the uh, the, the legend that it has ghosts. It's got ghosts. York is famously haunted as fuck. Uh, I I am finding out. I was uh, recently on another podcast in this great city um, on Richard Herring's show and he told me it's the most haunted city in Europe. That is that is, is how they tag themselves. It's an odd, it's an odd brag because it, it implies there's a far greater haunted city somewhere else in another continent. Yeah. and we're reco- Where is that, do we think? We're recording this on October 25th. Mm. What happens in a week when we crash out of the EU? Oh, no, hang on, that's not happening anymore, is it? No, we've got some extensions. Who can say? What will the ghosts do? Will it be like in Ghostbusters yeah. when they just open the machine <laughs> yeah. and, and the ghosts declare independence yeah. and rejoin the European yeah. Union hang on I just realized you're not meant to talk about Brexit outside of London you're not. <laughs> I've got an Irish passport because I died of a famine that's not how it works that, that might need cutting yeah, might <laughs> get um, that in yeah so what are the ghosts in York the go- well there's a lot of ghosts in York but the, the ghosts in this particular theatre mm. uh, they're very proud of the fact they have two ghosts one is called the Dandy and the other is called the Vino. <laughs> I wish. Uh, the other one is called the Grey Lady. The Grey Lady. Yes. So do you, have you read about these? I, I, I was not aware of these. I, no, I wasn't. So I don't quite understand why York's got more ghosts than anywhere. Like, it's not like more people die in York. Because if that is well, true, you should have told me that before we moved yeah, here. Yeah, full disclosure. More ancient people die in York. The, the, this, is, this has been, you know... It's like been mass a, graves or something. Are mass graves? Are they they're genuinely... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really? That's right. there's, oh. there's, a, there's a plaque about it. There's a plaque about it outside the train station. That's cholera, isn't it? Yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> for, for the listener you at home. Do, you can do the diseases, <laughs> the, the mass extinction tour. Yeah. For the listener at home, I'd like to mention, in case you don't know, Daniel Warden and David Reed are a married couple, and I'm technically, this is their date night. That's it true. is, it genuinely so, is. It's a rare opportunity to uh, yeah. talk to one another. I was like, oh, this is going to be such a nice gig, because essentially you two are on date night, and I can settle arguments. Like, sure. if you just If you just like have a squabble about, like, get some, oh, but you know, we're really going to have this big argument now I'll just I'll chip I'll be a third wheel I'll chip in like I'll take one of your sides okay yeah um so the grey lady yes if you're curious I am I am grey lady curious <laughs> so the dandy the dandy the dandy's like a really fun one he's an actor and he died in a duel with another actor right and now uh he just he sort of scampers about scampers about and he's good fun can't get on spotlight and they um to, they just the, the theatre just had their 275th anniversary, and to celebrate, they hired a man to be the dandy. To, to and cape, to die in a duel. To caper around the place. Oh, going, I oh, I died in a duel, what larks. Wow. The Grey Lady, however. Mm. Uh, uh, Grey Lady, well, the, this is for an article about a gin that the York Theatre Royal uh, released to mark its anniversary. The Grey Lady with a, with a G or with a DJ? Oh. One is a fire spirit, <laughs> and the other, <laughs> right. the other is a juniper berry spirit. Yes. Uh, oh, so oh, good. Word nice, play. Nice word oh, play. you word work play. on Radio 4. I yeah. do work on Radio 4. Very nice. <laughs> Almost exclusively. <laughs> uh, the great it's nice lady. to be out. <laughs> you two are adorable. <laughs> I feel like you're going to order. Should we have another, another it's a half bottle of wine? Yeah, we'll be fine. Right, half bottle of wine. Uh, the great lady, a nun... Yes. Who is said to have been bricked up in a windowless room after falling in love with a nobleman. 
Oh, why did you do that to her? <laughs> and apparently, why? it wasn't recently. Don't no, ask no, them. No, no, why? Well, actually, it doesn't say. <laughs> oh, it might have been last week. Why did she do it to her? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Whoa! That's why she's special. Oh, that was some special work. The ghosts, uh, the ghosts of the theatre. Your the puns are coming thick and fast. This is it's fantastic. Oh. Um, it, that, yeah. they're both good. I think those are both two good ones. Well, because nuns deserve to be punished. No, for not, sex not they liking. deserved it, but yeah. they've got good stories behind them. It's a good I, story. Rather I, than oh, someone fell down the stairs yeah. and now they're really pissed off that someone left a Lego brick there. So they put. <laughs> so they're haunting the theatre royal, pushing tourists downstairs. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, that I, was like showgirls. Though, so that would be good. Both showgirls show, with hang ghosts. on, you've just invented zombie showgirls, and we need to copyright this <laughs> right now. Really we both just at the same time went. Hang on, that's really fucking. Good. Oh, showgirls. <laughs> Girls. Zombie showgirls. Danielle's going to write uh, Showgirls the musical one day. I love the idea. Oh. Are, you, are you fans of the film Showgirls? <laughs> Isn't it like the best bad oh film my God. ever made? You know made? there's a new documentary about it? No. It's called, um, oh, something, They Don't Know Me. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to we should. We should... We should t- discuss this off stage, yeah. but yeah, it's just come out. We should be a Lovely. Sorry, we were talking about ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, for one year, went to um, the same school that Dame Judy Dench went to, uh, speaking of actors. And uh, there, that was a girls' boarding school. And um, it's a true story. Uh, I was there for one year. That's a longer story. Um, but um, I they, mean, I'm happy to die. They, I believe, had three ghosts. I can only recall two of them. There was the white lady who was seen by uh, boarding girls uh, wandering the corridors at night. Mm. And the other one was the white cow, which was seen by boarding girls wandering the the corridors at night. It was an actual cow. Yeah. The ghost of a cow. The ghost of a cow. That was in a school and I mean, died. Right. I mean, not mysteriously. That's a bit, yeah. And, and somehow had unfinished business. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> didn't eat enough cud. I mean, I don't know what, what that was what about. What unfinished business did cows have? Well, exactly. Yeah. I went to school in Fairham, which is near mm. Portsmouth, and... Nowhere I went had ghosts. No, it's not a. I, I grew up they? in Somerset, uh, and I spent a lot of time near Bristol Suspension Bridge, which is there's a lot of horrible things happen there, yeah, and no, no one. Ghosts. I no ghosts. No ghosts. Someone who ploughed off the end of it. <laughs> Was that unfinished business? Or? <laughs> oh, it's finished, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. We found the level for the room. That's good. 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 There's a pub nearby that. Um, Always. Oh, near, near this venue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously York is full of pubs. There's a pub yeah. uh, by um, Pavement Vaults, which is their pub. Is mm. it? And is it called pa- the Rose Pavement? Isn't it? There's a pub there, and uh, one of its selling points outside is one of our ghosts is the ghost of a child. And it's like <laughs> you're basically selling your pub on the fact a child died there. That's not. That's that excellent. Doesn't make you feel also, it's a sort of nouveau riche sort of wanky pub bar as well yeah. it's not like it's it's not actual pavement vaults it's one of the other oh, ones oh is it okay. oh my god pavement vaults has no ghosts right it's really classy they've cleansed them all <laughs> yeah when <laughs> they remodeled they've had they, an exorcism they, they had an exorcism I think we've worked out why York has so many ghosts it's because buildings are old here That's and right. it looks like they might be haunted yeah. it's easier than give them a refurb yeah. there's, there's a pub I go to uh, on a semi-regular basis by which I mean once a month and uh, it's got a, a, a man went mad in the boarding uh, lodgings upstairs there and still to this day in the wood panelling of the room upstairs which you can go and drink in uh, if you peer closely there are little carved faces all over every inch of it okay that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> it's quite good isn't it? so he's not an alive he's an alive ghost uh, i think he died in that room as well i'm taking so. this off i'm wearing a wimple by for the listener at home uh that i bought from a uh a, a, a fancy dress shop in york today oh, is that not a real one 
<laughs> they're never this flammable. No, no. I mean, they, they go near a lot of naked flames yeah. nuns for lots of reasons. That's and this true. would go up literally like a Roman candle. <laughs> oh, there was no pun intended there, but I'm very pleased with myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> One for the Catholics, sir. Uh, yeah, I, I bought it in a festival of fun. Yeah, if, I, if we say York things, just go. Ray. She might get some money back. Like, like you know, with, uh, on Instagram, if you pretend. Oh, if I snap myself. Yeah, everyone kind of goes, "Oh, look, I, I, I bought this thing from this shop," and then they get some money. You Hashtag Spod. Yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah. Spod Is that Festival how it works? of Fun. My, my granny used I think to you do need that. Quite a lot of what? Pre-Instagram. Instagram. Pre-Instagram. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> she wrote to Club Biscuits. Uh, she wrote them a letter and and said, "Your biscuits are my favourite biscuits," and they sent her. Um, fifteen pounds. No. <laughs> yeah. That is it. Not in vouchers or anything. Just fifteen quid. Your oh granny God. was an early influencer. Yeah, she That's was. Nice. She was. She was the Logan Paul of her day. <laughs> it was offset. I don't know who that is either. It was offset. <laughs> Anyway, I'm taking the wimple off. Take right. the wimple off. I feel myself you know. slightly burning. I don't know what yeah, that I is. Mean, it's going to stick to your face at some point this evening. Which one is Festival of Fun? <laughs> promises, promises. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the one on Goodrumgate? What's up? Is it on Goodrumgate? That's, oh, that's, that's, that's where I had my scary experience. That's scary experience. What's your scary experience? Okay, so I went to a Festival of Fun, as it turns out. Yeah. Uh, this was many years ago when I was still at school here. And uh, we needed to buy some balloons for a school disco. And it's, it advertised balloons on mm. the window. And so sure. like, brilliant, we have balloons. And I went, it, it's quite a, small, quite a small shop. Maybe this is too much preamble for the story. And <laughs> you get what I'm saying. I went to a shop oh, to no. buy balloons. This and is perfect hero's journey stuff. There's yeah. a person who plays a comfort, but they want something. Balloons, what so happens I went next? In, I went, into the woods. I went inside, and it's quite a small place. And I couldn't see balloons anywhere. It was like, the, the balloons... Dominates their window. Like, what's going on? So I, I asked the I asked the man behind the counter. Just go. Where are your balloons? He went. Oh, they're upstairs. I was like, okay. And so I went upstairs. Did he say they float? They all float. <laughs> and at the top of the That's stairs terrible, was um, an enormous empty room, um, apart from one rack of balloons, literally at, next to the top of the stairs. Like it was the first thing you came to, and a man stood next to them. <laughs> who as soon as I arrived at the top of the stairs went, welcome. And it was an enormous empty room. And these were the most high-spec balloons I've ever seen. He, he said, these will stay inflated for over six months. I was like, the party, I mean, it's and what? So will five I. hours max? I mean, we don't, we don't really need these. But it was so creepy because, because he didn't give me space to stand there and talk to him either. I'd literally arrived at the top of the stairs and he was the next thing in the room. And so we just had to sort of stand almost face to face talking about balloons for far too long. Oh my God, like he just, like a spec, like, welcome. Yeah, I bought some balloons, you. I left. I assume nobody saw him for the next 48 hours because... If he was even there at all. If he was even there at all. The balloons did turn to ash as soon as I left the shop. So I don't know if that's... See, when you told me that story, yeah. there was a lot more paedophile build-up. <laughs> oh, I saw the beer keller in 96. They were great. Paedophile build-up. I really thought... This, when you told me that story the first time, I yeah. thought it was going to end with you being... Molested. <laughs> I mean, I was 17 years old. <laughs> Therefore, it would have been consensual. No, that's not, that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah. 
Was it, it, it wasn't was it, a sexy murder clown. No. It wasn't a sexy murder clown. It was literally a man in some mm. slacks. It was really frightening. And a shirt. It wasn't. It wasn't. Just, 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 <laughs> just slacks. Just some trousers holding some balloons, like a really yeah. shit version of Up. <laughs> they had so many different balloons. It was it was quite how a, many a dizzying array. <laughs> oh wow! Well, they had they had your your classic red ones. Sure. And then your green. Round. And they had. They had. Well, they, these are all the classic rounds at this point. Uh, or they ovoid. have uh, sausage. Sausage balloons. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had your happy birthday. They had your... Uh, um, Heliums. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not... They, you need to put helium into a normal balloon to make a helium Stop balloon. Stop <laughs> balloons in there. They condoms. Condoms. They had My condoms. My favourite kind of balloon. Hot air balloons. What? They had all of them. Amazing. Yeah. Well, Festival of Fun. Yeah. The shop that we all know and love in York, the yeah. best place to go and get a costume, particularly for a student. Oh, everyone at the till, student discount, student discount, student discount, student discount. beautiful. It's going to make you feel amazing. I, they did not ask me. Oh, oh. I was, uh, yeah, it's fine. I just bought a Wimple full price, mate. I can't fucking afford it. It's ready for money for you. I am sorted. I'm going to spunk a fiver on a Wimple. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my God, never apologise for laughing. Never. <laughs> never apologise for laughing. Before we start, um, can I have a glass of white wine? Did you say before we start? <laughs> <laughs> before we start, can I have a... I thought this was just the yes, uh, mic test, right? Do we have some... I mean, in a way. <laughs> Is that all right? Um, yeah, Zach, can we have some booze? Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks. And anyone else who wants to... Get, seriously, it's a very loose ship we're running here. If you yeah. want to go and get a drink or have a creepy peeper, chocolate eyeball... Creepy Please help peepers. me. Yes, yes. Take, take the glass, pass them around. Yeah, yeah. The audience Lovely. is creepy people. Oh, thank the audience, you yes, so this much. is this is what Poundland call their chocolate eyeballs. Creepy peepers. Really because kind, chocolate eyeballs you. are trademarked. Are a slur. <laughs> Hello. I mean, wow. Twitter, we could start it on Twitter and see what happens. No, let's, let's not, not do that. No. 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 The let's worst not. place to experiment with language. Yes. I, do, I mean, it, compound words, sure. But yeah. Um, but so, my favourite th- I was inspired today in Festival of Fun. Yes. Uh, looking for a, a nun's. Uh, wimple or habit to uh, to dress as a, a nun I felt sorry for mm. the sex enthusiast Poor grey, grey lady. lady who's nameless and bricked up somewhere in this building but yet still wandering That's around punishment you think like you know just God would have been enough well, yeah. so why brick her up in a theatre <laughs> I mean, that seems oh, quite dramatic. Yeah, this is a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she clearly didn't live here. <sighs> We've got a sister axe on. You'll love it. You'll really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, no, I felt, I felt sorry enough for the grey lady, mm. who is a ghost who was bricked up for falling in love with a nobleman, whoever he might sorry be. sorry for all ghosts. Yeah. Oh, sad. I, um, well, yeah, just a sidebar again, I, was, I saw a hand. I didn't see the hand, you but I went to the crypt of um, Marjorie Clitheroe. Margaret. Oh. Margaret. Glum Margaret Clitheroe. So let's yeah. get her name is Margaret Clitheroe. Her name is Margaret Clitheroe. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and she... I walked past her house on the way here. Did you? Yeah, walked down the sh- I never I, walked down the shambles, and I did, because I thought it'd be spooky. Yeah. I, I, and there I, were lots of umbrellas, so it was terrifying. I was on the shambles today. That's what <laughs> that was my... I, I bought a ghost tour for a podcast by ghost tour, Richard Felix podcast ghost tour of York, and then I mostly sat in a calf in Bill's eating sweet potato fries and listening to it because it was too rainy. I love that. I love, I love the idea he of... He paints a picture with words. That, yeah. So you don't need to go anywhere. Or just make stuff I, up. I love the idea of listening to a tour and just sitting oh, in a great. cafe. So you're sort of sitting there and he goes, let's say outside this uh, lovely church is a small girl in a white dress and she only appears when there's a funeral. No one knows who she is. She might have died in a fire. 
He might have died in a fire. He just starts speculating. That's why I love, he's my favourite ghost expert because he genuinely believes in ghosts and is scared of them, which is brilliant. Like, because if you're doing a kind of funny ghost hunter character, you think, oh, they're going to be a fraud. They're in it for the money. He genuinely is frightened of ghosts and does it anyway. Like, he's brave. He pushes through. Also, I, I... I take umbrage with his uh, his guesswork there because if she's got a white dress, she yeah. probably didn't die in a so fire. So d- what he does is he sort of lists the way that she might have died at you for about right. five minutes. He goes, she could have drowned, she could have been bricked up, she could have died of old age. She could, you're just the like, small girl just, who died of old age. We'll, we'll never know, Richard, but you can keep right. saying methods of death until we all, you know. Oh, that would be a piss. Or she could have been eaten by a shark. It would be really oh. Oh, imagine living a long and fulfilled life and dying of old age and then coming back as a small girl. <laughs> in New York. Like, what? I was no at a church in York. I live my life. You. It, like high spirits. You can't have you sex can't... with ghosts. That's not a thing. <laughs> not a small girl ghost, no. No, no, any ghost, can you? Well, high spirits, that's what the whole plot of... Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's not the whole plot of high spirits. It's just ghost porn. Was that uh, the but... Steve Gutenberg thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, uh, with Daryl Hannah and yeah. uh, early Liam Neeson. Yeah. As a stinky well. ghost. <laughs> God, I haven't thought about that Peter film in a really long time, and I wonder if it holds up. It's Probably now film. isn't the time to speculate. You like it, don't you? I do. I've seen it far more times than it probably deserves. Mm. It's good. It's Peter O'Toole uh, at his best. <laughs> is that his best in Supergirl? Is, is oh, hang Supergirl? on. Oh, he's his best in Venus when he fingers Doctor Who. He fingers Doctor oh, Who? Have you not seen Venus? Can no. I ask which Doctor Who he fingers? Which one that we can guess because we don't know, but which one has a vagina? Do we think? Oh, that's a tricky one. Yeah. Um, is it and I'm aware it's the Doctor, not Doctor Who. Well, Thank you. Baker. Don't write it. It's yeah. Tom Baker. Yeah, he fingers do- no. Uh, uh, um, Jodie Whittaker. Jodie Whittaker. Wow. As a, I think she's a 16 in that film. Uh, it's a really good film. I okay. don't know why I'm mentioning it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's Peter O'Toole and another elderly actor whose name I can't remember. Um, and they're retired actors living like, and they yeah, one of them fingers Doctor Who. Wow. It's a really good film. Um, other things happen, isn't it? But that's that, that <laughs> stand out. Even it's though not I, 90 minutes of even fingering. Even though I didn't know she was going to go be Doctor Who. She's a very good actress. I'm sure she didn't at the time. Um, what were we... T- oh, sham- we were on the shambles. We were on the shambles. We were going to go to Marjorie... No, why do I keep saying Marjorie? Margaret, Margaret Clitheroe's house. So her hand is there. Her ha- well, according to Richard Figlex mm. on the podcast that I listened to, yes. Uh, yeah, she was... Because her death is really horrible. Yes. What's her death? So she was... Um, uh, arrested for uh, stashing priests. Stashing priests. Well, uh, yeah. organising mass, and st- uh, which meant you had to have a priest somewhere because they weren't, you know, legal tender, and you had to stash them somewhere. And she was a butcher's wife, and she basically organised mass for local Catholics. And so she was, uh, she was tried, and she refused to plead either guilty or not guilty because if she pleaded either they could then interrogate her children which in that day and age would involve torture Mm -hmm. and so she stayed quiet instead and therefore they executed her by uh, crushing so they put they put basically a a door wedge in the base of her spine laid a door on top of her and then just piled rocks on her until her back snapped and this was by the banks of the ooze uh, for lots of people to watch. It was called, they stripped her naked first. Yeah, well. it was called pressing. Pressing, that's right. And it's the origin of the phrase, I won't press you on that. Ooh. Horrifyingly mm. enough, I found out today from the man who was enthusiastically telling the story in the, yeah. the crypt. She was quite a popular figure as well. Yeah, and, she's a uh, saint now, I think. Or she, she's was, been she was canonised later, yeah. yeah. But it was, um, 
she, they, the executioners actually refused to do it, um, or rather felt too guilty or felt like this would not do their street cred any good. <laughs> yeah. So they, they actually paid beggars to yeah. do it for them. So it she was, was executed by, by, by drunks. Oh. One stone at a time, yeah. pressed. Yeah, oh. It's fucking dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, my feeling in all famous ghosts is the men seem to have an all right time and the women yeah. are just like... Well, inter- <laughs> I, I've written a play about um, the uh, York local boy, Guy Fawkes, and interestingly, he was uh, about 15 years old when that happened. And so you can imagine it being quite oh, an interesting so there was turn a, in his development. Yeah, there was a, there was a, there was the bloke who was in uh, her, oh, it's not her house, but it's the crypt that's for her on the shambles yeah. by all the not Harry Potter shops. They're called boy that's wizard right. shops or that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, they, uh, yeah, she, there was a bloke in there and he, I don't know if he was paid, like, and the people who was with were paying him to do it or, and I'd stolen a bit of free ghost tour mm. or if he just sits there saying things and people go and listen. Um, but he was he 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 was telling that story very enthusiastically, but in using football as tents. He's going. So she's uh, what she's done is she stashed some priests in her. Uh, she stashed some <laughs> stashed some priests, and what happens is that she, the neighbours, the neighbours, the neighbours have heard, the neighbours are hearing about it, and they're telling everyone. They're telling, which comes gets arrested, and it's, it's really weird. He's really enthusiastic. Wow. Yeah, he sounds um, great. He was. He might be there, or That's he bad. might be a ghost. Yeah, was he, he alive? I mean, hard to say. Mm. The ghost of a, the ghost of a football manager, certainly, because he was talking in that very particular style. <laughs> come, <laughs> come on, come and have a look at her. a post-match interview. Yeah, it was. It was. It was odd, but yeah. And then he, and he said, "But oh, Guy Fawkes, Guy Fawkes, he's seen her. He's seen this happen. You know what? Changed his mind about a lot of things. It did. That <laughs> is what. What? So it's like she was the muse for yeah, the so. um, entire. Well, you can see it happening. You know. Yeah. He's at a, a, a public boys' school. I mean, what else is going to be seen that's uh, harrowing? Yeah. Apart from, you know, stuff Ooh, that doesn't... Oh, was that doesn't... a pun? No. Harrowing. Harrowing. No, he didn't go to Harrow. Uh, no, St. Peter's. Uh, uh, You're talking yeah. about bumming, aren't you? I'm, no, I'm not talking about bumming, but I'm thinking about, about it now, and that's your fault. talking about seeing a woman die slowly under a slab of stone... That's it. ...rock by rock. Yeah. yeah that will maybe have grim. an influence on her. And yet she, not haunting anyone... Yeah. Yeah, she's just like fine with it. She just got on with it, didn't she? She just yeah, she's she's her hand is um in that house apparently. There aren't enough Viking ghosts in York. No. And I thought there'd be more. They're, I think that, Oh, hang really? on, what's this? Roman. There's Roman ghosts. Roman ghosts. Yes, in mm. the Minster. There's um in That's not the, in, a Viking. No, it's not a you're quite right. <laughs> Oh, the first argument of the night. You're quite right. <laughs> right, guys, come on. No, there's, there's apparently <laughs> there's a Roman. Starter, it's fine. <laughs> there's a Roman legion, or at least sort of like um, patrol, that uh, has been seen marching through. Uh, it was seen first marching through a, one of the crypts. At this is a ghost patrol. Ghost patrol. Okay. Um, <laughs> TM. It, it's an official ghost patrol. New CBB series. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's when all of Poor Patrol die. They then do ghost patrol. Um, I mean, that's adorable. But it was a, a, a Roman. A, there was a Roman legion marching. Was seen by someone in the crypt marching, but they their feet. Were, they, they were marching around their sh- halfway up their shins yeah. in this crypt, and uh, and they then, because of this sighting that scared the shit out of the person who saw it, uh, they excavated beneath the crypt, and lo and behold, they found a Roman road. The archaeologists found a genuine Roman road under uh, about 
about half a shin beneath <laughs> beneath that. But crit. where are the Vikings? The Vikings. That's different. The no, Vikings are different. York is about Vikings, right? And Romans, yeah. And and ghosts. So why aren't there any Viking ghosts? They all went out. Well, the, the Vikings did because Viking means pirate. Oh, hang on, yeah, Viking funerals. They all happen. Don't they go off in a longboat and shoot it with an arrow? Is that a lie? Like no, the horns on their heads? That's a Game of Thrones funeral. Oh. Um, you talked. We talked about this last time we were in York on your show what? with your Viking expert. Do you <laughs> what, remember? Did we they don't talk- have the horns. I know we, we don't have, yeah, we have the horns. horns. No, but we talked about Viking funerals. Oh, we did, yeah, and he yeah. said that, that. We didn't talk about Viking ghosts. No, we didn't talk about Viking right. ghosts. Uh, maybe they just they, they they you know were quite happy to die. Yeah, they sound like the yeah, sort of... Unf- no unfinished business. Yeah, exactly. They got all their business done. Do you know, like, business Vikings. Oh, do you know about... Uh, are they happy to die? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a horrible time to be alive. I'm glad we finally answered the question. But that's the whole point of a warrior, isn't it? A warrior is happy to die. That's Even right. if they get bricked up in a theatre, <laughs> it's their time. When you said earlier that York is the most haunted city in Europe, yeah. Right. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. So, so if you count well, them as a train... No. Uh, let's sidebar, because we were on the shambles. Oh, yeah, we're, on the, we're, we're on the shambles. shambles. Yeah. We're, having, we're having a lovely day. The, the rain's nice. coming down. We're having, we're, we're, not the best ones. Lovely. There's some fake no. wizard shops Fudge that are shops. definitely not Harry Potter, but no. there's lots of brooms and things. Yeah. There's a price jelly cat thing. Yeah, there's a, candles that look like ghosts. That's good. I mean, it's all lovely. And then, But then when I was in the Halloween uh, fancy dress shop... I uh, was delighted by quite how many of the costumes were my favourite thing about Halloween, one of my many favourite things about Halloween, a uh, shit off-brand fancy dress costume. Wonderful. Oh. Everyone a fan of shit off-brand fancy yes. dress costumes? Where you are not allowed to use the brand, the, pro- the pro- proprietorial brand? Yeah. Yes. So you can't say Madonna, you have to say 80s pop star. Yes. And you Legally distinct 80s pop star. Legally distinct 80s pop star. Um, and so I thought we could have a little quiz. Ooh. Just for lols. Hello. Of, uh, of a few um, audience join in if you like shout out what do we win uh, creepy peepers yes I'm in fistful of creepy peepers for whoever yeah so uh, uh, I'm going to start off with an easy one but these are ones I've gathered from uh, my favourite Halloween shops and my favourite place on the internet okay easy one to start with right adult purple rock star prince prince (laughs) yeah 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 be terrifying if it was anyone else Yeah. Uh, Babylon Zoo. <laughs> Grimace. <laughs> yeah. um, hungry Rebel Girl. Hungry. Hungry Rebel, rebel girl. girl. Hungry. She's hungry and she's a rebel. Oh, okay. And she's a girl. Katniss Everdeen. That is yeah, apparently the, the name Games. of the character. But she's not hungry. No, she's no. not hungry. It's the Hunger Games. But that yeah. doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Okay. It should have been bow and arrow rebel girl. Yeah. That could, yeah, that could I like it. I like the, 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 the You've watched the Hunger Games and you've gone, oh, she's peckish. Yeah, really I like peckish. it. That's a good. Yeah, the, uh, on a similar vibe, Strange Girl Blonde Wig. Strange Girl Blonde Wig. If you want to Seven. Dress- no, she's not got Eleven. Blonde. Eleven. Yeah. Seven, eleven. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you show you wrong number. Just a head. Just a head, head in a box. What's the box? <laughs> oh, that'd be a great costume. Just a box. Just, yeah. just a box over Definitely your head. And, and if you couldn't use the name of the thing, you'd have to call it What's in the Box? Or What's Deadly bar? Sin Decapitation Woman. <laughs> Spoiler Head. Uh, biscuit Beast. Easy one. Cookie Monster. There you go. 
Biscuit Mate. Uh, <laughs> he would not be as popular if that was his name. <laughs> uh, sexy colour blocked cube. Colour blocked? Se- sexy colour blocked cube. So I think sexy is a red herring here because all all <laughs> Halloween costumes can be sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This we have a two-year-old and she watches Number Block, so it could be any of the Number Blocks. Which is the sexiest? Octoblock. 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 It's Octoblock. You knew that way too fast, both of you. Oh, I know exactly who the sexiest Number Block is. Yeah, I remember having a two-year-old. This is the point when you start like ranking in what order you fuck the parents and totally. Not Daddy Pig. Which CBBS presenter would you definitely? in a skip what I remember spending a lot of time speculating about the state of marriage of Topsy and Tim's parents mm. Topsy's mum not a name she's not a name no. Topsy's mum really reckons she's far too good for Topsy's dad who has a very vague job same with what for the wonder dog the parents in that I mean the dad what does he do yeah um, puts up anyway, with waffle shit mostly I, well he's a talking dog put him in a show right um, I'm <laughs> also guess, flop. flop. It's, it's, what's it called? Bing and flop. The yeah. size difference really gives me a panic. It like it really gives me. Put, Have gives you heard me, this theory about uh, Bing? Oh yeah, it's, an oh, it's brilliant because oh, I don't know if you're aware of this TV show this where really all of the children. <laughs> we will are, get back to fancy dress questions, but uh, this is really heaven. All of the children are animals, and all of the carers, we can't call them parents, mm. are sort of sacks. sack sack puppets mm. about half their size. Yeah, and yet the world they inhabit is adult sized so, they have so to get where like, did all the adults go they have to get like you know those foot it, steppers in the supermarket they yeah. have to get them to use the cooker so so it suggests something deeply sinister happened to all the real parents and all these sack surrogates were dropped in by the invaders in yeah. order to just take care of the children I like it it's quite creepy I'm enjoying your date night immensely <laughs> It's going how it would have, would have done normally, yeah. to be Was honest. It, we we get on to Bing eventually. <laughs> Always yeah. on to Bing. Yeah. What were we um, talking about? A cube. Is it just a Rubik's Cube? Se- it is a sexy Rubik's right. Cube. Yes. Thank you. Yes, yes, thank you. Um, my well personal favourite, uh, One-Eyed Master's Helper. <laughs> One-Eyed... Oh, I feel like you got it, or you're just really happy. I don't know. <laughs> One-Eyed Master's... It's not Igor, is it? No. 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 Good, good guess. One-Eyed Master's Helper. One-Eyed Master's Helper. Who is it? No, you say, can say it louder. Oh, a minion. A minion, yes, of course. Some creepy people. Yes, creepy Well peepers. done, well done, audience well done. member. Well done. Well guessed, that's a difficult one. One-eyed master's yeah, helper. Isn't it horrifying? Yeah, yeah like a yellow jumpsuit. Um, what else we got in here? That Nothing's as good as... I, I, oh, I like this one just because it's like a checked skirt and a little jacket, and it's notionless. 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 Clueless. Everybody in the audience, clueless. Yes. Clueless. Clueless can't be copyrighted. Um, and for this one, I'd like you to guess what the name of this might be. Oh, my God. Okay. <sighs> You'll be making America great again in this Halloween limited edition Yandy costume featuring a white sleeveless shirt with an attached collar, an attached red tie, a royal blue faux blazer, and royal blue booty shorts. Just sixty nine ninety five weeks sold separately. Um, Jay- sexy, the worst of us. <laughs> Jason Voorhees. <laughs> uh, it, is, it is a sexy... Trump. Trump oh, costume. Well, I didn't even know. I wouldn't have known. It's a sexy Trump costume. It's for, it's for girls. For girls? And for weirdly... 
I mean, if you can do Donald Trump on Snatch Game on yes. Drag Race, then he's not a brand. So I don't know why they've had to give this no. a new name, but they couldn't just call it Sexy Donald Trump. But they haven't. They've given it... They've this given becomes it a, part of the subculture of costumes, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, well, you have to give it a shit name. But yeah. the sexy... Anyone want to guess the sexy Donald Trump costume for girls? Um, it's a girl's name. They've made a girl's name out of it. Really? Donaldine. Uh, it's close. It's Donna T... Rump. Rump. Shaker. Oh... Donna T. Rump shake. And you know what? If you go to a party dressed as that, you are going to get a lot of cock that night. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Yeah. Oh. Because consent doesn't matter. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a dark joke. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Grab them by the costume. Um, I also like that Yandy are doing a Beyond Burger costume this year, which is a regular sexy hamburger outfit. Uh, but it's got a little hat that says plant-based. Oh, <laughs> that's that's nice. Nice. that was cute. Heavy Pencil, a new comedy from Great Big Owl, the people who brought you Brian and Roger. Are you a client? Yes, yes, I'm a client. I'm the actor Michael Cork. The Observer called it a lovely thing, wonderfully funny, pitched perfectly, produced with a light touch. No, 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 I've, I've been taken on as Fliss's assistant. You're the, the, you're the assistant's assistant. <laughs> yes, if you like. Heavy Pencil by Anna Crilly and Tony Gardner. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Up to a Halloween party as uh, Deirdre Rashid. As she was at the time, yeah. <gasps> when she was banged up. When she was banged Prison up. Deirdre. I had oh. a lovely. Uh, I did the impression. This is how I spent the entire night doing. It. And this is why I didn't lose my virginity till I was 22. I went to a Halloween in party. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, in prison. Because you know, like when you're younger, when you're a young woman, you mm. either go sexy or you go funny. And I always mm. went funny. I spent the whole night doing. I normally this. go too much. 
<laughs> for the listener at home, uh, Danielle looks like a sort of crying T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. And I... Like a drowning turtle. No. Or like Deirdre Rashid. No one touched my tits that night. <laughs> I would. I should have gone as a sexy cat or something. Sexy Rubik's Cube would have sexy done Rubik's Sexy Rubik's yeah. Cube. I've got a sexy crayon costume. It's my emergency Halloween costume. Wow. I bought it when I was in America and I, uh, it was the only costume left in the shop. It's just a child's crayon costume. It's purple. Crayola. It was on sexy brand. It was a sexy it Crayola. Fit. It was just a very small crayon yeah. costume that I wore with a lot of makeup and low self-esteem. Uh, <laughs> uh, you ever dressed as a sexy anything, no. Dave? No. <laughs> Not even, even in my own clothes. <laughs> no, no, never. We never. went to a Halloween party when we first started going out. That's right. And you yeah. had a noose around your neck. Yeah, I dressed as a... And I had a uh, suicide note um, pinned to my chest. It's quite dark in retrospect. Were you just a suicide man? <laughs> yeah, I was just a guy who killed himself. Just a guy in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> and my outfit, my, my favourite Halloween outfit, is a little tiny bullet hole in the front of the head and then a load of jam in the Ooh, back of the hair. that's nice. And you can wear whatever you want. That's it, it's very Sexy, easy. Sexy, but you know, bullet hole, jam. <laughs> Yeah. What's been your best fancy dress apart from jam head? Uh, I went to a fancy dress party's Brian Ferry. <laughs> Again, mm-hmm. no sex. <laughs> Brian Ferry got a lot of sex, I think. I went to a fancy dress party and I'm really worried that these photos are going to come out if I ever get any degree of fame. I went to a fancy dress party's Papa Lazaro. Mm. So... Yeah. That's really hard explaining I why know. that's okay. I mean, I sort of, but it's not like, you know, it's not like I did it loads of times and mm. then I became the president of Canada. <laughs> I did it once. Or, you know, did the Sarah Silverman Do you know what? Program. I did get fingered at that party, though, so what can I say? Wow. Ooh. That's the sort of thing your husband likes to hear. Love to hear that. Did she got fingered while dressed as Richard Smith? No, I really do. <laughs> yeah, I've worked with him. <laughs> Don't know how that's relevant. <laughs> I'm just deflecting, I think. I love it. I've done that. I've done uh, Ema Thurman in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I, I love a hunt dress party. Fabulous. Uh, so, Danielle, you have been a guest on The Fit before. Yes. Your choices, because for the listeners who don't know, the, the, the premise of The Fear is my guests bring in three things. They bring in a fear from their childhood, their favourite scary moment from film or TV, and a fear or phobia they live with now. Mm-hmm. Um, Danielle sent me a huge list before we started talking, <laughs> and we whittled it down. Oh, because we all have. I mean, everyone has, is riddled with right, we're weird, exotic curiosities. A bag of anxiety. Hence the podcast. Mm. That's the, the gist of it. We're all scared of something, usually like really mad things. Um, you whittle, your three your three choices we whittled down eventually to, uh, if I remember correctly, we had the, blo- well, the secret lemonade drinker advert, yeah. uh, which really is scary. really scary. The Armites advert. The Armites advert. As a child, you were scared. Oh God, hang on, I got I think, the t- I think the Armites flying. Was the- we are oh, flying. flying. You're yep. terrified yeah. of flying. And Ghost Watch was and your Ghost favourite Watch. scary yes. film or TV moment. Um, and Have we you also- all seen Ghost Watch? Yeah. Have you not seen it? Like, it's amazing. It's the, it's the best time of year. Scariest thing watch. Craig Charles ever did. Yeah. Also, you'll <laughs> watch the first half and you'll go, this is shit. And then you will be so scared. Like, it is, it's like proper, the mm. proper first half is so bad that it loves you into such an amazing sense of complacency. Yeah. It is, yes, it's perfect. It's 
I, I, you know, we talked about it. Please seek out Danielle's episode, which I think is like episode two or three yeah, of the it was really a long on, time ago. It? Recorded in the National Theatre. In the National Theatre. <laughs> <laughs> recorded in the National Theatre on my Zoom recorder in the lobby. In the, <laughs> but, you know, I think we hid in like a, because the theatre's not, there's nothing on in the theatre. So I think we just went and sort of sat in the back of the theatre yeah. and recorded it. Yeah. They don't care. It still counts. Still counts. Um, yeah, so, so you've done the fear before. I have. Have your fears changed since you did it? I mean, I still, like, I still genuinely find the idea of the R. White's Lemonade advert really frightening. It's, it's frightening, right? Have you, have you not, have you seen it? Because the re- and I, I said this on the fib before, but the reason it's frightening is secret lemonade drinker, right? So coming down the stairs at night by yourself, oh, I'm taking a big risk here. There might be slugs on the floor. And then <laughs> you open your... Fr- That's the subtext, <laughs> is it? Yeah. <laughs> and then you open your fridge. I'm going to have some lemonade. That's all fine. Shut your fridge and then your partner's there. That's scary. But more scary than that is when they had the other... They did the proper adverts and they were already a bit creepy. And then they had this other set of adverts. And when he shut the door, it was Frankie Howard. So if my you, wife has turned to Frankie Howard, how is that not terrifying? Also, whenever the advert was on, you didn't know which one it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, you didn't know. So it might have been the normal one. It, it was my, basically It Follows. It was, really <laughs> sca- it was really scary. It was really scary. It was, it was lots... Yeah, yeah, so, go, go back and listen to that episode and we talk for a very long time about how scary me. that advert is. But scary um, now. So I've had... Um, I can't remember... Like I think I might have had my baby when we did the first recording of the fear, mm. uh, but now she's a bit older, so she's just coming up for two, and so we use the baby monitor. That is, you know, obviously when they're tiny babies, you've got them with you all the time, and um, we use a baby monitor. And it, the thing that really scares me now is hearing a sound from the baby monitor that is the normal sound of my child, and going up to check on her, and. This is going to sound so weird. I'm finding yeah. Mork's son. <laughs> oh, that is weird. Mork and Windy. Oh, God. Hang on. That, that was... So, oh, Winters. Someone Winters. He's a big, like, fat, the old man. Big, a big, fat old man. big, fat old man. It's meant to be a baby and it's a big, fat old man. Yeah. That's, That's really frightening, I wish right? from the actors now. Can someone Google this, please? So, the baby like, from Mork You might Mindy. not have heard this. So, when uh, in Mork and Mindy... The 70s, 80s sitcom. Uh, Mork and Mindy have a baby and it grows in an egg. Because he's an alien, yeah. Because he's an alien. The baby hatches and it's a big... It out pops a... big fat man. A character actor from the 70s. I think he's a comedian. I think he's a stand-up. I think he's a stand-up. And he just wears a... He's naked, but for a nap. And I found it really frightening at the time. you absolutely convinced that that was going to happen? I found... I found... The series at the time as a child really we I found it so weird <laughs> that they'd given birth to a big adult man and no one reacts like this isn't the most horrific thing that's ever yeah. happened to them. It made me really scared and weird. And now when my child makes a noise, the little fear inside me is I go into her room <laughs> and there's a great big man in her cot. There's a big American actor. She's turned into a. I find that, like I do, like I do like in the in the darkest moments of the night when if she makes noise and I have to go and see to her, I find the idea of going in and it not being <laughs> Dude, my daughter. Do you know about this? No, I had no idea about this. This is the <laughs> first time hearing it's about not, it. It's just day night wonderful. You find all these little things out. Also, oh, I loved how you started that this statement with in the darkest moments of the night, <laughs> as if you're Batman. <laughs> In the darkest moments of the night, yeah. when they go and check on my daughter, the idea that she's not there is obviously terrifying. But it's not that she's not there, it's that she is now a big fat man. And what is it that you, that you have to now love a big fat man like your daughter? <laughs> yeah. Or... 
It's the it's just the body horror. Of, it's the body horror of, of my, him going, "Mommy." Very reasonable for all new. I mean, because I've because yes, we, we when we recorded your episode of the fair, you were not you're not a parent, and then you oh. and I was like, "Oh my!" I, I wonder if Danielle's fears have shifted now, and now it's like, "Oh, the future, Greta Thunberg." Oh, oh it's not that. Now no. it's like, no, baby's been stolen and replaced by. Not even stolen, just become. That's worse. Yeah. If she's been stolen and replaced, I can find her. Well. If she's just become, if she's just turned <laughs> into a great big man, how so, can I get that back? <laughs> David Reed. Hi. Hi. Um, I mean, I, really I feel like a gauntlet's been there. I feel like yeah, I think I, you have. It's, 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 it's you a, have. a judgment-free zone. This podcast, and I'm, I'm, I'm. It's, it's, but we are moving on. But we, well, no, I, 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 just, I feel like a gauntlet's been thrown down now because you have not. Oh my god! How can I? You've not meet done the, that. Yeah. Can you outweigh your wife? No. Uh, That's why I married her. Because I know what your choices are. For right. Your, what your, I'm glad your, you remember. Your three fears that you are right. bringing what? in. Your fear from your childhood, your favourite scary moment from formal TV, and your fear of phobia you live with now. What are I we mean, talking they about are... first? <laughs> They're nothing compared to this. <laughs> I... Uh, Please tell me, David, yes. about old portraits slash Victorian shit. Oh, old portraits slash Victorian shit. Mm. So, um, my, um, my parents are from very different warps of life. My, my dad is a working class man from uh, Newcastle, or South Shields to be specific, and my mother is quite posh from uh, Edinburgh. And we used to visit the grandparents, mm. you know, uh, once or twice a year. And when I would go up to St Andrews, where my mum's parents now lived, and it was in a sort of Victorian four-storey en- uh, corner tenement mm. um, that was just crammed full of the same shit it had a hundred years ago. <laughs> so there was a nursery full right. of old dolls and and teddy bears that were just scr- so coarse they would scrape the skin right off your oh, cheek. So loved. So loved that so they were loved. horrible. Um, <laughs> oh my god, uh, I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I want that to be my Twitter bio. <laughs> and, and the walls, even in the nursery where you were supposed to sort of play and and and. Uh, maintain innocence were just full of um, oil paintings of craggy faced old dead people <laughs> um, and there were buzz there were buttons on the, the the walls of every room to call the servants the but the, the the buzzers no longer worked and the servants were all dead oh. um, and there was a, a dumb, dumb waiter, waiter. Oh. there was a dumb waiter yeah. that went all the way up so you knew no no matter uh, what floor you were on there was always access from someone who'd broken in <laughs> Some, a contortionist could yeah, get very yeah. small they could always get in through the dumb so waiter there's a shaft to fall down and die and that's it my brother and I used to play on the dumb waiter so we used Can't to we worked out that do that. That, uh, if one of us got in the other one could get us all the way up and down get us into the kitchen horrifying um, I can sense the class warfare though I can say, I mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I can someone come in here, why do you not take all this shit out and get some new stuff? Go, get yourself down Wicks, get a nice new kitchen. That's like, it. Yeah. But, and it's all, it's all sort of fine, like going to a museum during the day and then at night... Because th- this, that's this, a film. This is not. This is not a. This is not a house with night <laughs> lights or off. with like easily accessible, you know, lights to turn on. It's there's just shadows and I don't know how oil paintings 
are so visible at night. <laughs> but <laughs> they, they just loom. They loom right. out of the darkness, okay. you know. And these are all people apparently related to me, but they're all terrifying. They chose not to have their, their portraits painted in their youth, but when they looked, <laughs> they looked at their nearest to death. That's okay. when they wanted Did to Did you be. have some suspiciously young-looking relatives running around the place? Is it a bit Dorian Gray? That's no. the illusion I was making. It's oh, a very, right. very yeah. good literary no, 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 illusion no, I, I was making. It is yeah. very clever. Very thanks very clever much. Indeed. Thanks, thanks. Um, it, I, no, I don't, th- I don't think so. No. Just, no. They just had everyone, harrowing Everyone was old yeah. in that. But this sort of led to a general sort of uh, fear and distrust of the aesthetic of the Victorian era mm. as well. And so I had repeated nightmares in that house as a child of a, uh, a small uh, Victorian girl um, waking me up. So it's one of those where your nightmares were set in the room you had oh. fallen asleep in. Um, and when I say small Victorian girl, she was about <laughs> a foot high. <laughs> and she would tug at my covers from the side because she wanted to talk to me. And, and play with me there. And she was sort of in a blue dress. And I was, I was thinking about this recently. Are you I, sure it wasn't a ghost? Well, it might, but, but a, a ghost of a one-foot girl. <laughs> the ghost of a doll? What happened to her? Ghost of a Cabbage Patch doll? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, this she links, might. I think, to uh, my next choice. So I won't jump ahead. But no, we'll yeah. get back to it. But I think it also links to a spooky... A, a, a scene in a film that scared the shit out of me, which mm-hmm. was The Witches. Uh, but it, it was <gasps> Roald Dahl's The, the Witches. Yes, Roald yeah, Dahl's yeah, yeah. The Witches. But it was the opening pre-titles short story about a little girl who disappears from a house yes. and appears in a painting. And every day she's doing something different in the painting, like she's out in the yard or she's up in the window. Mm. or she, you, you never see a move, but... but She's, she's always somewhere else, forever, and she's yeah. basically trapped in the paint. And I think it, it was it had associate it had all melded together with these oil paintings on the wall, staring down at me as I tried to sleep in the attic of this terrifying old house. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 horrifying. Yeah, but I remember waking up one morning uh, to see I had genuinely thrown my teddy at where I thought this girl had been in the night. I think it was a ghost. Okay. It's probably a ghost. I'm going to say that I'm having spent a day look, thinking about ghosts yeah. and enjoying them. Why was she a foot tall? Ghost of a doll. No, she wasn't a doll. Baby. She was, she was a young yeah, woman. a toddler. Little person. No, she wasn't. She was like genuinely fully grown, but, a, <laughs> but she was a foot high. That's not genetically impossible. No, but she looked, you know, the, the proportions changed. <laughs> she looked like Kim Bassinger. <laughs> yeah, she looked like Kim Bassinger. <laughs> but was a foot Did tall. Did I not mention that? It's Kim Bassinger in a Victorian dress. <laughs> oh, is it like my stepmother is an alien? Yeah. <laughs> she came in through the door. Terrifying. That's I threw... the, the best Kim Bassinger film everyone remembers. I threw my Ewok at her. <laughs> We've, I've never heard her called that before. <laughs> or, or the sexual term throwing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm very, no, because you, you said that your, uh, your, your fascination with Victorian shit... Yeah, I, well, it's weird that is, I then It relates went on, to your choice from film or TV. I'm sure it is, because I think, I think early fears mm. turn into fascinations later. Yes. Possibly by, for a means of control, but it's certainly you end up thinking about it a lot. Mm. So, no, I, I mean, I I'm, 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 would be guessing, but I, I went on to write sketches and theatre shows based exclusively in a terrifying Victorian world. So who can say whether they're related? You definitely dwell in the spooky... I mean, you do a podcast uh, called All Rather Mysterious. I do. 
which is very about good. About conspiracy theories, yes. Well, yes, it's, but sort it's about of. it's sort of unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries, yeah, yeah, which I'm I'm enjoying a lot. Yeah, you do certainly dwell in the um, in the in the world macabre. of macabre and the past. Yes, and, yes. Um, yeah, I, no, I think I think that's true. I think I yeah. think I think that probably had an effect on me. Yeah. But I, you know, horror is an incredibly influential genre because it, it's. You don't need to understand the images you're, you're watching. You just need to mm. understand the reaction you're having. Yes. I think I, loads of comedians have got a horror influence yes. somewhere in what they do. Absolutely. I mean, I think I spoke to you when I did The Fear before. Like, I saw American Werewolf in London when I was four mm. years old, and it is still my favourite film. Mm. I love it so much, but I remember it terrifying mm. me and wanting to explore why it scared yeah. me. Mm. But that's the, the, the comedian's analytical brain. Yeah. Why we're scared of something, I think, is really interesting. And also that the, the comedy and horror having the same rhythms and the same expectations there. You create tension, you release it. You create tension, you release it. And the control of that, as yeah, you and say, you surprise is so important. People. Yeah. You, 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 set up, you set up a pattern and then don't deliver on it. Mm. You know, you deliver, go somewhere else. I think one of my favourite horror films is um, Drag Me to Hell which isn't on oh, many people's top yeah. ten. It's a good, good film. film. It's an incredible film. It's a really film, good film. I, I think it's a perfect example of you don't know whether it's going to make you laugh mm. or jump with every single beat of what's going on. And, and so you're, you're that bit more left bare mm. to the reactions of both. Absolutely. And I think, that, I think Sam Raimi does that brilliantly. Yeah. You, we, we were talking about this earlier today, actually, The Exorcist 3, the scene from Exorcist yes. 3. Did you watch it? Does everyone know the film Exorcist 3? It has a fantastic scare in it that we probably shouldn't spoil. But it sort of, tell, it sort of makes you wait for a scare. And then it makes you wait a bit more. And Hospital then it makes you wait a bit corridor. more. Hospital yes. corridor. So I um, haven't watched it because the thing that I've found really fascinating since having a baby is my tolerance for mm. horror has come down so oh, much. Oh, it comes back, love. <laughs> like your pelvic floor. <laughs> oh, my oh, yeah. pelvic floor is amazing. Um, so is mine. It's like a bulldog clip. What are you talking about? Mine's like a... on a jar of I-Day mustard. Um, <laughs> so I am writing a horror film at the moment. A folk horror film, which I'm really excited Excellent. about. And my director has said to me, you have to watch Hereditary. Which mm. I, Have you seen Hereditary? Uh, the Ariasta film. I've not seen it. And she was saying, you have to watch it. It's amazing. Like the, Just make yourself watch it. The, the, the bit, the bit. The bit. That, that if you've yeah. not seen it, it like, it's so brilliantly shot and everything. And I can't, I can't, I'm like, I can watch old, horror, I can watch, because I used to be really scared of 70, 70s horror stock, mm. or even 70s stock in general. Like, any sort of, even like a 70s sitcom has that weird sheen to it, mm. and that used to scare me. And now I can watch 70s films with no problem at all, but any sort of jump scare, I can't. Mm. I haven't got the tolerance My for advice it. for Hereditary would be, the best bit happens about 20 minutes in, and the rest so fucking daft that Is you'll it? just kind of, like, come down quite nicely. Also, just I keep know going what happens. It. I used to have stand-up material, but because it annoys <laughs> me about Ari Aster is he has turned what was a stand-up routine of mine into a classic piece of horror... And maybe that's why my career isn't gone very well. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make it into a film with, um, oh, right. what's her name? Woman in it. Uh, Tony Collette. Maybe the Tony problem Collette. is that what I thought was funny is actually... I wrote a sex comedy and then Tony Collette did another sex comedy. Oh, is that <laughs> why, why is Tony Collette taking all our jobs? She's getting better and better, though, isn't she? I think Tony Collette's really good. The, the less she's in things that we've yeah. written. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I haven't watched it because I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm genuinely... You'll be fine. I know, I'm 
I know will, you. But I need a ba- I need a wall behind me. I can't just watch it in a brightly lit room. And yeah. if we just... watch it at home, there will be a wall behind you. Yeah, there will be a wall <laughs> at some point. Yeah, <laughs> most most cinemas have walls these days. That's no, true. if there's something, yeah. I can't do it. If someone's something, I need I need to be end. What if a killer gets behind me and slaps my <laughs> Have you heard the famous um, Christopher Lee story about the, um, going to see Dracula? No. It's great. Um, I, it may be apocryphal, but I believe it's true. He, um, he uh, had time to kill in uh, some small town or other. time to kill. Time to kill. <laughs> um, some small town or other before doing something in the evening, and he passed the local cinema and saw that Dracula was on, his Dracula. It was like... Well, it's been a while since I saw this. <laughs> all right, you know, why not see, see, if it's, uh, see if people are still enjoying it after all these years? And he went in, um, and it was empty. Um, and he sat at the back, um, you know, near the back. He was just like, oh, maybe this is a bit depressing. <laughs> and then 15 minutes in, two teenage girls walked in, walked straight down the aisle and sat down the front, didn't notice he was there. <laughs> oh, God. And, and co- uh, continued to scream all the way through every jump scare, every bit, every time he was on screen. And so at the end, he went, no, oh, I'm going to do it. And he, oh. went down the, he went down the aisle uh, to the row behind them. And just as uh, when the credits were rolling, just leant forward and went, and how did you enjoy that, my dears? <laughs> and they just screamed and ran out of the building. That's what I thought once from here. Imagine if the human centipede had done that to you after that. <laughs> oh my God, that would have been incredible. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm the Babadook. Did you enjoy my work? <laughs> I think that's pretty class. That's pretty cool. Speaking of scary films. Yes. You said your favourite scary moment from film or TV. You didn't give a specific moment. Oh, I didn't know it was a moment you were asking for. A specific moment. No, but I mean, it is a film packed with many moments. Yes, it is a film packed with many moments. Let's just discuss... It is movie 43. sleep. No, hang on. (laughs) Uh, No, it's The Shining. The Shining. So, um, it's a classic choice. People talked about it before. No one's one's done The Shining. Really? No, it's too basic, mate. No, no, no one's done it. Yeah, it feels that way. I watched The Shining when I was five years old. You two have both got horrible stories about being made to watch terrifying films. They're not horrible stories yet. Mine's horrible. Yours is horrible. Are you going to make your kid watch scary films when she's five? Yeah, she's already seen Carrie. Like, well, she's bored of Bing, yeah, so... she needs to watch something. So, Cannibal Holocaust? <laughs> um, no, I watched it when I... spit on your grave. I spit on your grave. She'll like that. <laughs> yeah, it's got the... Go it's, yeah, go women. Strong, strong, strong female, female protagonist. <laughs> um, no, I watched The Shining when I was five. It was on TV, and uh, my dad was like, yeah, fine. <laughs> my friend Simon was over as well, so he watched hmm. it. I don't know what's happened to him. Mm. Um... <laughs> But um, dead in a hedge, dead in a hedge, (laughs) dead in a hedge. You've heard of him. Um, But this had this had a massive effect on me because Mm. it was terrifying. Because it's not just sort of like watching Gremlins when you're too young, or Mm. you know, or even watching like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street when you're too young. There's proper psychological well, terror that you can't really understand because he knows what he's doing with cameras. And so yeah. there's real creep to it. And it, it, it was... It, it, I got to the point where I was afraid, not of axes, 
or hotels or even snow, but, <laughs> but corridors, any corridor because of what might be round the corner when yeah. you turn. And old women. And old women and young women. And, and yeah. filleting yeah. bears. Women. Bears being filleted. Bears being filleted, but mostly women. Yeah. Just real fear of women. Yeah. Um, and no, so it was, I think if, if you had to have a scene it's, I mean, it's the, the one with the tricycle on the, mm. going around the corridors and then seeing the two girls is the one that, that, that had the biggest impact yeah. on me. Um, and it, it's not just the fact that you see these two girls in blue dresses, which now I think about it, is exactly like the little girl who appeared in my bedroom Hang in the on. house this is, gone. Is, this is classic Kim the fear. Messenger. People yeah. making realisations, in a, and I feel like a psychotherapist in a way that I'm totally unqualified uh, to see. do. Connect, connect, connect. But the thing that, that is really sort of uh, present in my mind, thinking about it, is mm. the sound of the wheels of, the, of uh, Danny's little trike going mm. from bare wooden floorboards to carpet oh, yeah. to bare wooden floorboards to carpet trundle, 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 silence, trundle, trundle, and it silence. creates back, it creates a sequence that mm. that lures you into a sense of security weirdly that then gets interrupted by a different sense as in the visual and it's just mm. incredible work like but it everything in that was just like eh. I, I never found a film scary again I think my mind put up enough, enough defences after wow. watching that that I just like, no, films are just films. Do, yep. do, do. <laughs> this, this vision of a man starting off cross and getting crosser increasingly. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's why Stephen King hated it, didn't he? Cause he, cause, he did. Cause, because Jack Nicholson starts off cross. Fine, he's a cross man. Yeah. Then he gets possessed, gets crosser. Right. He's Kills a, he's, some people. There's <laughs> a big journey. Yeah. He has an arc. Yeah. It's an arc of a cross man. <laughs> he gets writer's block yeah. and so murders his family. Yeah. That's the sense we want. We've there. all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Shining's awesome. Are you going to go and watch Doctor Sleep? Absolutely With not. You no, and I McGregor mean, at a door. I mean, <laughs> threatening to sing at you. <laughs> it, I, I like you and McGregor. Um, not in his films. But <laughs> <laughs> I, on his on his motorbike. On his motorbike, or you know, just if I ever did meet him, yeah. I think I think I'd like him. But I, you know, he, you have similar faces. No, do we? No. Well, he's a very attractive man. So that's a Thank good you. compliment. That is a very good compliment. Yeah. Put that on your I'll posters. Put, yeah, I'll put uh, yeah, that. that. You, and you, you have similar faces. Brackets. You and McGregor. Yeah. Sarah Morgan. Yeah. Also, I did hold up the flyer for the woman in black at you earlier on, and went, true. "Hey, Dave. Hey, if anyone's seen the uh, flyer for the woman in black, West End, uh, West End production, but it's also on here very soon. Oh, oh is really? it? Some giant Same posters. I, it's it's the it's picture not. on it is just <laughs> David Reed looking a bit. Well, it looks moody. a lot like me. Yeah. And and gallingly, as I told Sarah it's, earlier. Um, I actually auditioned to replace uh, the man in on that poster in Woman in Black. Uh, oh, you did, and, didn't you? Yeah, and I did not get the part. Yeah. Um, but I did tell them in the audition, and you wouldn't even have to spend more money on posters. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but no, no, Doctor did Sleep sounds. It's a terrible title. Yeah, it sounds like a it's very it exciting. Like, the um, Shining. Ooh, it sounds like Dr. a Muppet, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, Dr. it's Teeth. like Doctor Teeth, yeah. but but it's a Sesame Street Doctor Teeth. Doctor who... Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Yeah, but there's no Electric Mayhem in the title. Doctor Not sleep. if you're trying to sleep. No. no. No, that would be bad. It's uh, don't make the poster look like the poster for the film that was really good. We can mm. have things that are new now. Oh, I know. But oh. hopefully, it's the beginning of the uh, extended Shining universe. Well, the Shiniverse. The Shiniverse, where where there's just a load of different teens with the the Shining powers that solve crimes. The Shine. Yeah. The Shine. Yeah. No, Red we need Ram. more. Red, Red Ram. Ram. Yeah. Defeating their own parents. 
<laughs> All of them, one by one. <laughs> but hang on, no one gets defeated in The Shining. He, well, in the film, he dies in a hedge maze. He gets and defeated in the, in the book, by he gets winter. Blown up by the boiler. Yeah. I disagree. I, th- I think Danny defeats his father by outwitting him, by yeah. uh, by covering up his uh, right. tracks, so he gets lost in the maze. Yeah. True. I would argue. I don't think that takes a shine, though. No. It takes a shovel. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> that wasn't worth it. Um... I thought husband and wife team is perfect for this because it's a bit like Mr. and Mrs. We're going, no, you don't really think that. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're scared of spiders. Uh, no. What do you, oh, yeah. What do you think he said, Daniel? His fear now. He's, what's his fear now? Commitment. <laughs> no. Um, is it... So we've got two outhouses and they're full of crap. Is it crap. The, behind the crap there's a skeleton of a knight? <laughs> A Viking knight. <laughs> it's the number of conversations you managed to crowbar the fact we have two outhouses into. And when you so say middle of, class now. When you say full of crap, you mean junk, right? Yeah, yeah junk. Okay. That belongs um, to my father. Than just uh, poos. What? No, it's not full of poo. It's like it's like the scene from The Shining, but brown. Yeah. Just open um, the door and so out. So if it's not that, is it? Were you being genuine or were you being flippant? I'm being genuine. I mean, oh. I those are my two gears. You're I right. I would be scared of this. <laughs> I, I like fears you live in now that are kind of, you know, sometimes like cling film or something. But, yeah. you, but this is this is something I think is a perfectly is reasonable it? fear. So yeah. there's an episode of Casualty. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not in. <laughs> Where Charlie's whole family die in a gas explosion. <laughs> is it that? No, no, it's not. That would be fine. <laughs> if a fictional character's family... If they're died. all going to die, I'd rather it all happened in one go, you know, get, get the Band-Aid off. <laughs> but then I, I don't know, they were my two guesses. Knights and uh, that thing from Casualty. Uh, you know me so well. Uh, what, David Reed? I, f- I do feel like Bob Monkhouse now. Who, who hosted Mr and Mrs? Was it Monkhouse? Schofield did it later. Ooh. Mm. Go for Mr. and Mrs. Um, yeah, uh, the, the answer that David gave uh, for the fear that he lives now is um, home invasion. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. What with like insects? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's infestation. <laughs> um, home invasion. Home invasion. No, no. I, it's, it's. I, I wrap my brains as to something that I genuinely sort of. Uh, the. Not that I sort of think about in a practical sense or, you know, just like, oh, what about, what about the NHS dying? Or what about, you know, uh, the end of the world? Or what about, you know, floating off into space? You know, things <laughs> that could happen. But it's... Could you float off into space? I genuinely used to have a fear as a teenager of immortality. Because when people would say, I want to live forever, yeah. my brain would just go, but the earth is going to explode one day. And then you'll just be out in space forever. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Really cold. That feels like a short story that That's needs writing. That's what I thought mm. watching the film Highlander. Yeah. I'm just like, mate, should have got should have got someone to cut your head off while you had the chance. Now they're all gone. <laughs> You're screwed. Um, no. Home invasion. You you just sort of get into this, and I don't know if it's probably uh, changed since having a home uh, and a family in that home. Mm-hmm. But um, it's that thing of. What if bigger boys come into the house? You know, uh, you know, people mm. who can't be reasoned with. I think yeah. that's the most middle-class fear of people. That, a situation you can't talk your way out that's, of. It's very dad. Um, it dad is. fears. And 
And then you go, well, do I grab the nearest thing that can be used as a weapon or would that escalate the situation? And then that would be on my conscience if something went wrong. And, you know, all of this sort of hypothetical Hmm. scenarios where you go, how do you protect yourself and people you care about? Love. You can use that word. No. (laughs) Um, I want to keep my options open. And people you care about, people you you would miss. People you're fond of. Uh, Yeah, yeah, people you're fond of. Um, um, Yeah, no, people you love. I love that you can can't look each other in the eye at this point. I'm trying to recall what's going on in my brain. Um, You're talking about something very, very real, which is that you feel responsible for your family and you're terrified of what you would have to do. I mean, that's obviously true. I find that almost boring to talk about. What I'm reaching for is, is... how weird that is that it manifests as lying sort of awake when, at night in bed when you can't, uh, you know, drop off to sleep. Yeah. And so you just imagine hypothetical scenarios of people coming into the house yeah. and you go, well, I suppose I could barricade us in here. But then what happens is mm. what if they set fire to the house? Then we're trapped in here. Mm. Okay, so maybe I should have a knife behind that curtain. <laughs> and, you know, but, but then if, but if, what if I stab them and they just grab the knife off me? I've just handed them a knife. Um, and if, it, if it makes you feel better, I have a number of recurring nightmares where uh, my house gets invaded and the first thing I do is pair of scissors straight in the throat. Yeah, but you oh, see, so calm so you've, got, you've, you've got not seen, oh, got, you've not seen enough I mean, John Wick movies, and I know people. you've seen all of the John Wick movies. So, if, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, yeah, but you've just created a cycle of uh, revenge on behalf of dangerous, violent people. Family you of, will never, you will never sleep soundly again. The family again. of scissors in the throat, man, is yeah, going to come for me. That's right. The, I've got more scissors. <laughs> That is probably um, the fear. Oh, well, that's a different fear. Defe- no, 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 if you but, kill a burglar. No, but this is a, this is a cascading, escalating uh, mm. scenario worried, in my head. And you don't know what the consequences of you... It know. never ends. Yeah. It, and, and the more you think about it, the more you go, it doesn't end when the films end. Yeah. No. You don't kill one person, problem solved. You just go, this will now never go away because you killed one person. In all of my nightmares about this, it always escalates to the point where... Um, I have done something because I've watched too many films that is <laughs> is disproportionately too violent. Yeah. That is always what I've done. And the rest of the dream is the prolonged uh, legal process of <laughs> telling me exactly what I should have done yeah. and why that was disproportionate and why I'm now going to prison and won't be with my family for quite some time. And yet, it always turns into the, the law fucking me rather than the people who <laughs> broke into my house. You have a nightstick next to your bed. I do have a, a which is an American... Truncheon. Beating I thought truncheon. you said a, a nightstick. <laughs> yes, that that's what it. it's called. No, yeah. a nightstick is what I thought. Oh, no, oh, a nightstick. Night oh my God, like a truncheon. Which is why I'm so afraid of knights in the outhouse. Yeah. You mean a truncheon, right? Yeah, it's a nightstick. But have you seen the film Eden Lake? Yeah. Because that's the thing that, like, for me, I think it's got a similar thing. So if you've not seen the film Eden Lake, it's great. Michael Fassbender's in it. Doesn't even get his dick out. And um, <laughs> it's nice dick. He, him and his girlfriend go for a lovely uh, holiday by a lake, and then they get beaten up by some very bad people. Thomas Turgoose is there, isn't he? Yes. From uh, This Is England. Yes, and it's a, it's a really violent film, and then so it's a proper horror film. And uh, in the end, the girlfriend. Uh, manages to escape the situation by by basically taking on her attackers 
and she is then caught up by the family of the attackers and it's a that that's the that's, one, that's mm. the only film i've ever seen that does that where you think she's escaped and and then she comes into the clutches of the family of the people that she's had to overcome and it's a really frightening <coughs> twist at the end it's genuinely i think i think that's it that's one of my biggest fears and it's because i've been brought up middle class it's the mm. idea of unreasonable people and so it's the idea that if one person if who you is, kill their kids then maybe their kids, they'll be annoyed rather rather than just getting over it like <laughs> everyone else would They'll, they'll come along and kill your dog. And that's how it all begins. Because we've all seen horror films. It always starts with starts killing your with dog, dog. And then escalates to killing a parent. That's not escalation. In, but that's, that's working backwards. I feel like you need a step between I, dog and parent. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Kill the teacher. Kill the te- the postman. They yeah. always kill your postman and just leave them as an offering on your front door. Thing. Do, do you think this is, this is guilt for playing out a, I think, a perfectly healthy revenge fantasy in your head a burglar comes in I defend my family yeah. we've all you know, everyone regardless of whether a family or has a you think about someone hurting your loved ones and you play out a revenge scenario no. in your head I feel like possibly what's going on here is that you don't you can't allow yourself to have yeah. that feeling like, I agree like I think watching that's a pornography it. You feel, I must also know the consequences I must know that she got home alright afterwards my brain, my brain doesn't let me believe that I can be heroic I think is basically <laughs> okay, what you're saying right, so yeah. it, it's it's is but the vigilante thing? isn't a hero. That's right. that's right. what your brain's telling you. The vigilante is not a hero. Yes. How do you feel about the film Home Alone? Because um, that is, to me, the ultimate home invasion. For film. me, the mistake it makes is that he's alive at the end. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Um, because you know he's attempted to murder two oh. men over and over and over he's again. He's made them go see through with electricity. That's right. That shouldn't be. He's, that's against the laws of physics. He's burnt one of them's head, probably irreparably. Oh, he smashed one of them in the face with an eye. Oh my yeah. god. He's broken their backs on ice. The police are here. He's burnt, <laughs> he's burnt the palm of another one with a red hot uh, yeah. door handle. Made- I mean, the kid, they should. Home Alone 2 Lost in New York should have been about a 26 year old sociopath. <laughs> who meets who, Donald Trump. Who tracks down the two burglars. <laughs> and it should have been the first Saw film. <laughs> That's very true. Locks them in a room. Fantastic. Falls asleep between them. Spoilers. <laughs> No one's seen it. It's all right. What, Home Alone 2? No, Saw. Uh, right. Um, I Both th- have Donald Trump in them. So. <laughs> Anything you'd like to plug, David Reed? Uh, yes, I do a podcast called Inside the Comedian where I interview comedians about the, uh, their glorious careers in comedy, but they are not allowed to tell the truth. Um, and so we, uh, I've, I corner them to talk a load of old shit. Um, uh, it's very funny. Thank you very much. Um, uh, it's, yes, we've got a new series coming out soon, but uh, you can go to mrdavidreed.com and subscribe from there. Daniel? I also have a podcast. It's called Do the Right Thing. It's a comedy panel show. It has some really good people on it. Um, and we've just had series seven, which has got 12 episodes. Series eight is being recorded next year. If you've enjoyed Do the Right Thing, you can come and see us do a couple of shows at the end of this year as well. So, mm. yeah. Both of those shows, two of my favourite podcasts of all time. Thank you. You two are two of my favourite people of all time. Thank you. City of York, you're genuinely beautiful, and it's I've had such great, a lovely time it? being. It's 
gorgeous. Even in the rain, even, even in the, the, the rain. ghosts. It is absolutely stunning here and I've been made to feel so welcome. Thank you so much, York. And um, should we say something spooky to end on? Anyone got anything to Claire? Just goodbye? Uh, That's quite... Michael Jackson! Thriller's a good album. That's the real fear. <laughs> You'll never dance to Thriller again without feeling bad about yourself. Mm. <laughs> and on that, bombs. <laughs> <laughs> York, I love you. Thank you so much. You've been lovely. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.